Recording in progress. Good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Lula Fuel Show. As a reminder to our newer listeners, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. So today, we might be geeking out a little bit about health. And yes, that's the first domain in my priority list as a reminder for newer listeners and long-term listeners is that if you don't have your health, what are you doing? I'll keep it that simple. Yeah. We're all about fueling your health, fueling your health, your business and fueling your lifestyle. They align in all three domains. We don't always have to talk about business. Uh, I'm excited today, though, ladies and gents. I, I have a new guest co-host for you. And this gentleman's got a more unique background than most. Uh, we're we're going to have fun with this. Okay, we've had... I mean, like, God, we've had biohackers. We've had... Uh, I, I've telling uh, Tom here, I'll get to know him in a second. He, I've told... I've had scientists, I've had DNA experts, I've had biohacking uh, blue blocker glass companies, which by the way, I have like glasses here from three different companies. So I have plenty of swag. Um, and I love talking about energy too. So there's lots of doctors who have come on and also you know, non-doctors about uh, circadian rhythm, right? Uh, all these different elements of life that can align from an energy perspective. So here's your key word, ladies and gentlemen, energy. Uh, so... Today, we might be talking about something called scalar light. I never heard this term before until uh, getting to know this gentleman. But there's some connectivity back to, you might have heard of Tesla. Well, before Tesla was a thing, there might have been a guy in history by the name of Nikola Tesla, okay? So we might have some history tied in here. But let me give you a quick background on the guy. Let's get, let's get to know each other. So he's a researcher. He's a humanitarian, all about seeking to make a difference in the world by providing people with education, which is the point of podcasting people, education, and tools to restore optimal health, okay? Optimal health. We're going to get into that too because a lot of people define health in a different way. But it's about helping them enhance their quality of life. So he began to research scalar energy, and that's why we're bringing him on today because I, I want to understand more of it along with you all. I, I did the website research, right? I ran into the social media stuff, but you got to talk to the experts, and that's why we bring guest co-hosts on. So I'll do some screen sharing later for the video watchers. But again, if you want a short circuit right way, right to the, uh, the fast thing, go check out scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L, as Larry A-R, light.com. Uh, but we'll talk about that more now. So if Tom Palladino, let's dive in, man. Guest host of the Today for the Living Fuel Show. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. What an introduction. I like energy. <laughs> I guess so. You know, that's... There, there might, some people are short on it. Uh, if you talk to my wife, I have an excess of it. <laughs> so, um, sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, I love energy also. Why? Yeah. It's the fundament of the universe. It's the driving force of the universe. It's light, energy. Nothing, n- nothing supersedes that. It's the first principle. So people who, who make that statement, they realize that you know, they're at the very center point of all activity. It's light. Okay. I love that. So let's talk about, let's dive right away, right into the light. Let's talk about energy too, but obviously you're a geek also about electromagnetic spectrum, right? There's so many uh, components in that. Let's help. We're going to geek out, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to geek out right away. Let's just get into geeking out. Um, Help people understand who don't understand the electromagnetic electromagnetic uh, spectrum, uh, real quick. And you you might appreciate this. I actually geek out a little bit on talking about that because one of my biggest uh, contracts. Uh, I, I do a lot of sales and marketing consultations uh, as a consultant, and my clients one of my clients' biggest factories that she works with 
is a UV light uh, spectrum company for the HVAC industry for you know, cleaning up your air, killing airborne bacteria and surface level bacteria and viruses, et cetera, right? And I learned all about that there is, not all UV is created equal. For example, their products are specifically using a lamp at 254 nanometers. So there you go. That's my best geeking out just to get in with you on the electromagnetic spectrum. So why don't you jump in on that and be more of the expert, sir? <laughs> oh, okay, well, it, it, there's, um, I'm going to, uh, if you will, uh, set the tone. There's two energies in the universe, scalar okay. energy and electromagnetic energy. Okay. I've made a career at uh, scalar energy because I believe it's far superior to that of electromagnetic energy. So when, when we speak of UV light, so we, when we speak to the visible spectrum, gamma rays, et cetera, X-rays, that's part of the electromagnetic spectrum that I'm not a big fan of. Okay. I, I, don't, I believe in the other energy, which is scalar energy, that's from the stars. It's a different dimension. Okay. And Nikola Tesla realized this. Um, initially, Tesla began his career with AC electricity. He abandoned the pursuit of electricity for deference for scalar energy. Why? It's far superior. Hmm. It's the perpetual state. So if you've ever heard of perpetual energy, it's scalar energy. It's not electricity. And I I follow in the footsteps of Tesla, and I agree with them that scalar energy is the way to go. That what we discovered with electricity was was our, if you will, our baptism into the world of energy. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be the final frontier. The final frontier is with this perfect energy that never experiences entropy. Well, I like where we're going with this because let's pause for the people not at your level, sir. Um, You you quickly slid in there AC, right? So AC voltage. So I, uh, you might appreciate this. When I was in high school, I went to a technology school. So I was only in a regular high school half the day and I was studying microelectronics technology. So I started at the DC level, then moved up to the AC level, then moved to the digital, and then the microprocessor level. So this is all back in the late 90s. So I I can geek out a little bit. But to your point, I'm not playing with scalar energy. That's why I was excited for today. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going back 20 years. I can geek out and find out of a whole different thing that I ever thought about before. Because when night falls, you know, we're, we're no longer looking at the sun, to your point, right? That's everything else, you know, electromagnetic spectrum. And then we see stars, right? They're obviously emanating light from millions of miles away. It's a different color per se, right? Yes. If you just want to simplify it, white versus yellow or white versus orange. So we're obviously, we as a, as a species need the sun. Everybody talks about that. So right. would you say that we also need the scalar energy? It's essential. Our scalar energy is actually the primary energy of the universe Sadly, academia has never embraced that. Why? If this is the energy from the sun and the stars, it's the initial energy of the universe. Sadly, academia only looks at the secondary energy, which is the derivative, which is electricity, magnetism. So what I'm saying that these two energies coincide. On planet Earth, you'll find scalar energy, you'll find electromagnetic energy. The, the problem is scalar energy is so subtle. It's so esoteric. Nobody's been able to... Um, measure it and perhaps because there's not a basic unit if it's if it's all pervasive it's if it's the spirit of god or consciousness as some people say it there is no basic unit you cannot measure scalar energy okay so So, then 
through your research, have, has, have we yet to find or possibly be getting closer to a way to, per se, measure it? Yeah, no. Okay. No, nobody has. There's no meter. There's no gauge. And I, frankly, I, I predict there will never be a gauge because this energy is everywhere in the universe. So what am I saying? This what some people might call the matrix or the blanket of the universe or the presence of God, mm -hmm. or some people call it zero point energy. It's everywhere. Now, electricity is a flow of electrons mm -hmm. or the presence of a, of, of a magnetic field. You can measure that in gauss. You can, there is no basic unit. There is no, no fundamental unit for scalar energy. It's universal. It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. It's everywhere instantaneously, exactly. But it, it's it's ubiquitous to the point that we miss it. Tesla didn't miss it. Well, so we're, we're walking power plants, are we not? We are. Okay. So there, then obviously we are no composed of scalar shortage. energy, right? We're self-sustaining per se. I mean, obviously you have to fuel, you know, Fuel the fire, That's part good. of my branding, right? You got to have proper nutrition, proper circadian rhythm, proper sleep cycles to keep that process repurposing, right. recycling, and et cetera. But we are power plants at the cellular level. The mitochondria of our cells is where that energy is. Exactly. Scalar energy creates DNA. Mm. So what are we? We are embodied scalar energy. We are scalar energy beings. Okay. Now, now if, if all of this is true and accurate, then we have discovered what Tesla, Nikola Tesla, would call the wheel work of the universe, okay. meaning it's not an extension of the universe. It's the actual fundament that drives, that promotes the universe. So then we become this energy field, and the, then it's unlimited what we can do. We control nature. We control nature. So Nikola obviously is... I mean, I've actually been out to uh, Buffalo, New York, been to Niagara, right? So I've, I've, there's monuments to this guy all over the place. Anybody who talks about energy power plants like Niagara, you're going to see a, a, a Tesla statue, right? So, so obviously he was way ahead of his time. We already know that. But why yes. isn't there not more documented from him on the scalar energy route? Just because, to your point, he never could find a way to measure it. It was everywhere. So he decided to focus on things that were more acceptable? Well, uh, Tesla began his career with AC electricity. I mean, he uh, garnered the attention of Westinghouse, Morgan, and, and the power yeah. the power brokers. And they wanted to, to pick his brain so that they could use this technology to make money. They wanted industry. Sure. Later in his career, Tesla started developing scalar energy towers, one in Long Island, New York, that tapped the stars, the universe, for free energy. When the power brokers, when the robber barons caught wind of that Tesla was capturing star energy, free energy, a, uh, a, a smear campaign began. And um, they as a marketing pro, I get it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right? Like there's good and bad marketing. And obviously, like a lot of things happening in society and the world decade after decade, follow the money. And to your point, yeah, right? Exactly. If you got a lot of money, you can control the influence of the money. And if you find if there's somebody out there trying to make sure you can't make the money off of it, they're going to shut that down. Which yes. is what you're saying. And that's that's what happened to Tesla. Hmm. His AC career was illustrious, and and he was financed, and he was promoted, and and rightfully so. But when he started getting into free energy, he, it was such an intimidation to the to the Rockefellers and the Morgans. They they cut off all of his funding. And from that point, he's he's considered just a footnote in history. Well, by 
by design. Academia did, did not pay attention to them because they were told not to pay attention to them. Okay. I can so, I can I could go a whole different segue on the nutritional world right now on that exact subject, right? Yes. Follow the money. Drug companies need sick people. And yes. there's a difference between healthy and sick people. The healthy people like me became their own N one experiment, realized that yeah. food pyramids, all this crap, it's all being funded by the money. Because it's like, oh, wait a minute. Sugar industry's got billions of dollars. Pharmaceutical industry loves the sugar industry because it keeps people sick. I can go down yeah. a whole different path there, but we won't. We won't. I have had plenty of other podcasts where we've done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, that that's a corollary to what we're saying. Yeah. Um, Tesla was on the verge of giving the world free energy. Tesla yeah. actually developed a car that ran on solar power, scalar energy, star power. Was and that was scalar energy? Yeah, he retrofitted a car, a Pierce Arrow. He took out the combustion engine and put in a scalar energy engine. And he just had to have an antenna that captured the this atmospheric energy. Okay. Tesla had a free energy car, a free energy car. He was very successful. They're he definitely not going to like that. Yeah, no, he demonstrated, you're right, in, in Buffalo, New York, and it worked flawlessly. Yeah. But, uh, you know, why... Why aren't we using his free energy car? Well, it's kind of obvious. There's no money in it for the oil companies. Interesting. So how do you harness? So so we can't measure it. Obviously, he had methodology to figure out how to use an antenna technology. To, I mean, so, I mean, and that's how many years ago. So we obviously have even more powerful technology today that could be harvesting or harnessing, per se, scalar energy at a much higher level. Are we not? No. Yeah, exactly. So... How do we harness it? Well, you have to have instrumentation. I have an instrumentation that controls that can capture scalar energy. So I'm not capturing a movement of electrons. Okay. I'm actually capturing this life force energy from the sun and the stars. It, it's they're unique instruments, but it, it can be done. And obviously, per, per Tesla in that car, you can harness it and you can then utilize it as an energy source to fuel yes. processes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Tesla considered it to be the kinetic energy of the universe, and he's right. So instead of building a power plant, instead of having substations, you all you need is the power plant of the stars. Right. The the infrastructure is already it already exists. You just tap into the stars. I know this is difficult for people to to grasp, but forget the oil, forget the gas, yeah. forget the electrical wires, forget the substation. The power plant are the stars. So do you even need to technically, if it's truly everywhere, right? Do you even need storage cells? No, no. So we're talking about like real time, like from point of capture to execution, it's just real time fuel. Yes, exactly. It's a never ending perpetual source of of energy, of of animated uh, power. Exactly. So has anybody else since Tesla tried to go mainstream? Moray, Thomas Moray, an inventor out of Salt Lake City, he he developed free energy instruments that could illuminate light bulbs. He just captured this this ambient energy. And then my predecessor, a man by the name of Galen Hieronymus, Hieronymus was so successful, he was actually able to levitate objects with scalar energy and create an anti-gravity field. Long and short, Long and short, these men do exist. They, they, they're, they're sadly footnotes in history and by design. I'm trying to resurrect their work. Well, obviously, it sounds like they truly were trying to create 
something that became a legacy that would benefit all of mankind. Yes, that's but, the key. And I hate to throw the word of greed in there, but uh, let's just look at that. We are in a capitalistic country. Uh, <laughs> we don't like that because you can't, how do you harness that? I mean, I'll, I'll, now to be fair, you can. I mean, who's somebody could manufacture the antennas that would capture and utilize it, right? So there is a billable product, right? Yes. But is it, yeah. let me guess, the technology is probably so simple, they're not going to make a lot of money off of that? Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's so simple and straightforward. You know, my, my instruments capture that, that, that omnipresence scalar energy. And I can build this to scale, whereas one instrument, my instrument, can work with a million people a day. So it's it's not this, uh, if you will, this gigantic infrastructure that we're so akin to with electromagnetic energy. Hmm. It's it's pennies on the dollar in operation. It's much smaller to scale, maybe to scale of ten thousand to one, and one person, well, myself, can can operate this instrument. Okay. So you're resurrecting the history of this, uh, which has been kept under wraps. And ladies and gentlemen, this is not one of those shows where we're wearing the foil hats, okay? We, you know, we're, we're talking about science here. I mean, Tesla's documented as being legit. Uh, so where where can this go? I mean, because since scalar energy is everywhere, and it can be possibly easy to harvest and instantaneously real-time be utilized, right? So now we're not having to worry, because here, here's a great example. My new car I bought last August I decided to try out hybrid technology. I have a Toyota uh, Highlander SUV hybrid, right? But I still, I still have fuel combustion, but it self-charges. I don't have to plug it in, right? Because you're going below a certain speed, the harvesting motors off of the axles while braking will grab energy, yada, yada, yada. To your point, I wouldn't need any of that. You're right. You would not. You would not. So I already know there's technology now that uh, I forget who did this, that they have found a way at the paint coating level of a vehicle to harvest solar energy, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing the collection at the microwatt or milliwatt, whatever it is, level is probably not enough, right? Like once the sun yeah. sets, you're done. You, you haven't harvested right. or stored enough energy. You're eventually going to run out of power. Yeah. But to your point, scalar energy from the stars. Correct. It's always there. Doesn't matter if it's, it's daytime, there. quote, Correct. ladies and gentlemen, I'm using air quotes because I'm on video. Daytime versus nighttime, it doesn't matter because yeah. the sun is only one entity out there, whereas there's stars are millions of stars. Yes, we're flooded with scalar energy. And regardless of the time of the day or the seasons, we are flooded with this energy. Okay. So th this is free energy. I, I can't accentuate that enough. AC electricity you have to produce, you have to harness it. It's difficult. All you have to do is to, if, if you will, capture scalar energies. So instead of building a power plant, the power plant are the stars. Instead of having to have wires to deliver this energy or substations, it already exists. It, the atmosphere is the grid system. So at pennies on the dollar, you have a ready-made perpetual grid of, of energy. Okay. So you, you actually have the ability to grab this energy. Yes. Or how are you utilizing it today? Are you just doing it for research? Where are we at? What are you allowed to do? That's the other thing. Like, I, here's yeah. the other, I have so many questions. Um, 
is it per se as, for example, I love how people say the sun is dangerous. Okay, depending yeah. on how you want to talk about it. But if the sun went away, we would, we would, actually, well, here's another question. Let's create a question on top of a question. If the sun was gone tomorrow, yeah. and if scalar energy was everywhere, it's, it's in our DNA, RNA level, mm-hmm. would we still survive? No, if, if, we, if the universe was devoid of scalar energy, the universe would cease to exist. Okay. But if yeah. the sun went away. Our sun. Which is a star. It is a star. Yeah. But right. there's other stars out there, which means Correct. the scalar energy is sustained. It's just our closest, you know, supposedly right. life-giving <clears throat> sun is gone. Yeah. Like, it, it would obviously change the terrain of the earth, but we would there would still be ambient scalar energy from the infinite number of stars. Yes, I agree. So, so, we, so I was saying, do we have survive. evidence to show that? Could we still survive as a species? That'd be hard. To, I don't know. I know, right? Because we don't know. Without the sun. Yeah. We don't know. I'm just very intrigued. Because also people are, <laughs> like, I'm an anti-sunblock guy, okay. including a lot of other scientists I've had on the show. Like, I don't want the chemicals being absorbed into my skin. Here's uh, a little tip, ladies and gentlemen. If you see your skin or you feel it getting warm and it's turning, just put some clothing on. <laughs> Why shellac yourself with chemicals? Because I want that absorption. I'm happier, yeah. I'm happier and more energized, allowing that energy exposure into my body. To your point, on scalar energy, I wonder if sunblock is possibly also preventing that absorption as well. But maybe not, because you said it's perpetually everywhere. So Yeah, exactly. I don't think anything... From my studies, I don't think anything prevents scalar energy. It's everywhere instantaneously. It's so air. If it's, it's, or, if it's already there, yeah. you can't prevent something that's already there. Okay. Okay. Well, let, let's let's then right, so because I have so many questions. How we how can we use this? Since obviously mm-hmm. the theme is health, right? How do we use this to impact the health industry? Now, I know part of your background, I was researching things about microbes. I was, uh, I'm, I'm like, yes. ooh, what are we going on here? What's going on? Because again, we were just, I was giving up that example about UV from the electromagnetic spectrum, and we're talking about using that to kill bacteria and viruses, which has been proven. But to your point, scalar energy is different. So how do we do that? So my instruments allow me to have mastery over molecular forms. That's okay. one of the observations. So. I work with a scalar energy instrument that works with people by way of a photograph. Now I'm holding my photograph up to demonstrate. My photograph has an energy field, a scalar energy field. Okay. I never work with people. I work with their energetic form or a photograph. Okay. And in so doing, when I place a photograph of a person inside my instrument, my instrument can connect with that person as a cell phone can connect. Okay. So instead of, communicating by way of a cell phone or, or a radio, et cetera, or, or a, a GPS unit, I connect by the interface of the photograph. And in so doing, my instrument can detect microbes, viruses, bacteria, parasites in my quantum field and destroy them. Okay. So a scalar energy instrument can look at my quantum field, my information field, identify a virus and destroy it. Now, again, there's people listening to this. If you've never read, and 10 years ago, I would have been like, what are we talking about right now? Because the quantum energy field is not a entry-level discussion topic. It's not an entry-level even thought process. It's very deep, right? We're talking, this is beyond it physics, is. people. Uh, and I will say, like, the first time, I'm sure you've probably heard of this, right? The first time I ever watched or read the book or the movie, The Secret, 
and they had quantum experts mixed into that, you know, cast on there too. It was, I was like, what am I hearing right now? And again, at the quantum level, this is a whole different level of normal. I mean, how, how do you simplify? I mean, besides, I mean, just throwing a photograph up, people hearing this right now, like, is this guy crazy? Like, so yeah. how do we simplify this? How do we help yeah. people understand what we're talking about here at the quantum level? I know I'm asking if, you to simplify if, quantum energy. <laughs> if, if scalar energy is everywhere, then it's a perfect information system. Okay. And it is. And I can access a person by way of their photograph. In other words, a person bilocates by way of their photograph. Okay. Now, remember, I, I want this to be easy and simple. Instead of bringing a billion people into my laboratory, I'd rather bring a billion people in, into my laboratory by way of their photograph because we can treat millions of people at a time. Okay. So we transcend time and space. So the so process of taking a photograph of somebody, so you're not doing a special photograph. This is any photograph, right? Because any email photograph. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, if you go back enough in history, right? We didn't know we, we weren't always able to grab a photo of somebody. So right. someone invented the camera, right? And then someone yeah. invented the ability to develop a image into a, a photograph, a physical photograph. But to be fair, that process is capturing what you're saying is I'm trying to keep up with you here. A scalar a unique scalar identity of that yes. person, just in a yes. physical printed form. Yes. So it's literally grabbing yes. a still moment of energy at that point in time. Yes, okay. precisely. precisely. I'm just trying to now, meet everybody yeah, halfway for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what, what's the point here? Well, we can provide quantum health by way of a photograph with this clean energy and work with millions of people a day pennies on the dollar and achieve the result that we want. These instruments are dependable. They can break down the molecular bonds of a microbe, a bacterium, okay. or a virus. So we achieve our results. We can destroy a microbe. We can work with 5 million people a day by way of a photograph. It's safe. It's easy. It's painless. And you don't have to leave your home. So does the sun give off scalar energy because that's also a star? Yes. Okay. Yes. Would you say then, because that's the closest star, that it gives off a more concentrated dose? I'm just because I'm trying to I'm trying to help for people listening. I'm trying to connect on that whole right. There's a UV yeah. density coming off the sun, for example. And again, different light, different energy spectrum. But I'm just yeah. trying to see like I'm trying to comprehend the star energy, right? Because there's different distances, and now we're used to uh, tracing this stuff by the speed of light. Well, mm -hmm. stars are giving off light. And yes. so scalar energy is light, is that light? Yeah. Now keep this in mind. Scalar energy does not know any time bearer, any space bearer. So what? Okay. All stars intercommunicate and, and uh, if you will, interlink simultaneously. So whether it's the, the sun of our solar system or Alpha Centauri or a star a million miles, a million light years, years away, that's instantaneous communication. All stars communicate with planet Earth instantaneously. There so, because is they're, no, at, they're at that quantum field or that quantum yes, level? they're at okay. that quantum field. Yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, people, like, if you have never heard of quantum energy or the quantum field or the quant, just, it's a big rabbit hole to go down. I mean, not for this episode, but we're trying yeah. to, I'm just trying to help get there, right, for you, for your benefit, Tom, uh, because yeah. there's people out here that are like, they're not at that point in the timeline yet of knowledge, 
right? And even I'm not that far down as you are, but I'm like, okay, I've at least done a little bit of reading, done a little research, right? Picking up on what quantum energy is and and the quantum field and the quantum domains, so to speak. So just trying to keep everything at that comprehension level. So, sure, um, sure. but I'm sure you've been here before. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and in deference, I, I realize this is a new subject. So education is the key. Mm-hmm. So what are some ways that you've helped? Because again, people hearing this, right? Like, oh my God, thanks to the quantum energy field, we could literally, mm-hmm. like you're saying, connect through just a photograph because that's exactly. a, that's a captured signature unique to us. That is our, like, yes. no photograph is technically the same. Even if you try and photocopy it or do whatever, right? You, that wouldn't work, right? No, a photocopy would work because it it's still our source of light. So okay. you, you can make 10,000 copies of, of an original photograph. It's still me. It's still my unique signature. Even if you go from color to black and white, so it doesn't matter, right? Because the image is still the same. The, the signal remains correct. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. And what if it's I'll, been photographed I'll, like a thousand times? It does, it cause again, because again, because scalar energy is perpetually limitless, yes. it doesn't exactly. matter if it's even like blurry or anything because that's still correct. your signature. Exactly. Whether, whether it's blurry to our naked eye observation, it doesn't matter because it's mm-hmm. an energy field that remains that's perpetual. Very good. So how are you then now? Because I got to go down that pathogen route, right? I'm yeah. going deeper into the health stuff now. How how are you figuring out the pathogen? How are you identifying a pathogen because it has its own unique signature? Yeah, exactly. So I take photographs of pathogens. This is the photograph of the herpes virus. Okay. And I actually place a photograph of the herpes virus alongside a photograph of a person. Okay. So the energy field of herpes enters into my energy field. If I had herpes, this energy field would identify herpes and destroy it. All I need is a definition of the microbe, which is light by way of a photograph. A photograph allows me to identify that microbe and destroy it. So all I need is a photograph of a microbe to guarantee the destruction of a microbe. Wait, so it will kill itself? Yes, yes. So you don't yes. need... It's an energy field. It, it okay. negates itself. So if I use this energy field, that quantum field by way of a photograph of the herpes virus, and I identify that in my quantum field, this photograph of the herpes virus would destroy herpes in me. Okay. It's all done by way of energy recognition. So I have photographs, thousands of photographs of microbes, and I simply instruct those photographs that of microbes to identify microbes in people and destroy them. So have you done, um, because nowadays in the health and medical world, right, it's all about a true double blind, you know, clinical trials. Does that exist in this world? Like, is there a way to do that? You can't because you can't measure the energy and the recipient is always a quantum field of photograph. I don't work with people. I work with a quantum field on a photograph. So there is no scientific protocol for this. The only way I can prove it is how people feel. I'm going to uh, tilt it. Oh, yeah, please please keep going. Yeah. I've been working with uh, HIV uh, AIDS groups throughout the world, uh, Mm -hmm. notably in Delhi, India, and in Tanzania. And after I receive photographs of people who are HIV positive, I have great results. And after I treat their photograph, people report to me that they feel great, that they no longer have any viral load for HIV. I, wait, I Okay, so if you execute on your scalar energy principles, like you just said, 
are you guys starting to document this in a way, yeah. like creating your own kind of your own ver a scalar energy clinical exactly. trial? Because in order to add validity to this, because again, initially anybody hearing or seeing this who's never heard of this stuff before is going to think it's hokey BS, right? So fine. Yes. How do we make this, like you said, right, with your research, how do we make this legitimate? Well, fine. We're going to have to find a way to do, okay, testing before. You definitely have the virus. You definitely have yes. HIV. You definitely have herpes, whatever it may be. Okay, now is it weeks, months, or is it instantaneous later, whatever it is? Now we do the further testing, follow up, and like, right. well, it's gone, right? Exactly. Now, is it, yeah. here's, here's something interesting. Is it instantaneous? Does it take multiple treatments? Uh, yeah. What's involved with that? It's instantaneous because a scalar instruction is always um, an instantaneous timeline. There is no time lag. Now, it only takes an instant to break down the molecular bonds of the germ, a microbe, in this case HIV, and destroy it. So only one session is needed to eradicate HIV. Now, did they know this back when Tesla was doing this research, like getting going, or no? He wasn't playing I, with I'm this stuff yet. Well, he let's let's face it. Tesla at that time, back in at the turn of the century, did not have an electron microscope. I do, uh -huh. so to speak. I have I have access to these photographs. But Tesla saw this potential. He he knew it could be scalar energy could be used for health uh, uh, measures. I, I can't accentuate this enough. His work was stifled, yeah. and much of his work we're just starting to uncover what he did. You know, at, at the day he died, Tesla's office was raided by the federal government of the United States. Which we, there's stole, already documented evidence of that. Yes. I mean, we yeah, know that yeah. for they sure. Stole all, they stole all of his notes. Okay. They were intimidated by him. Yeah. I mean, I hate to hate to connect to this, but it's almost, I don't know, anybody's ever heard of like the whole Area 51 thing. Dude, we, not, we have, they've released already proof like we've hidden things, captured things, keep it on lock and key until they feel that it's okay for mankind to possibly accept the understanding of what was going on. They're worried about keeping people freaked out or to your point, they just didn't want you knowing, whatever it may be. So yeah. we know this stuff goes on. It's okay. We're not, this is not BS. Um, so what, wh where or when did, uh, I think it's Hieronymus, is that how you say it? Hieronymus, yeah. yes. So he jumps in later in life, right? He's, an, he's the next stage I, of inventor after him? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say so. Hieronymus was for a time working with the United States government. Okay. And Hieronymus was able to take an aerial photograph um, from the U.S. Army and pinpoint the location of soldiers or tanks or munitions on that photograph. So that photograph served as a, uh, if you will, identification of people and weapons. Hmm. The army was very interested in what he was doing. Uh, Hieronymus also worked with the Apollo 11 astronauts and Apollo 8. He secured photographs from NASA, and he was able to treat and monitor the biorhythms of the astronauts while they were orbiting the moon. Well, to and your point, scalar energy is infinitesimal, right? It's everywhere. Yeah, so It's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. doesn't matter if there's atmosphere or oxygen or, or not. Right. So to it's, be fair... If somebody was, we finally, let's say, we, we finally get our trip to the Mars, right? Yeah. They could technically monitor the people remotely based on the quantum energy field via photographs. Yes, exactly. Hmm. Exactly. So there's no impediment to this energy. You can monitor anything in the universe at an instant. There's no timeline. Um, so how, so are you, how are you getting this stuff... <clears throat> 
documented uh, evidence established because that's the biggest thing, right? Is how we right. you got to be racking your brain. I mean, how do we testimonies? Testimonies. Why? Okay. Because there is no Perfect scientific time to protocol. share your site. Keep going. Uh, because I'm on his, I'm on it, ladies and gentlemen, I'm on a site right now again, scalarlight.com. And he does have a section for what scale energy, and right there is testimonials. So, uh, but yeah, keep going. Now, what's the point? There is no scientific protocol. This is a new and emerging science. And obviously, if, if you tell the scientific community, well, I treat people with a photograph, well, that, that's not the end result. The end result is not the photograph, the end result is the person. So, sure. those testimonies are the end result for people. So it's going to be difficult to prove this energy and that it does work. But, you know, if you start looking at all of these uh, testimonies, thousands of testimonies from around the world, that's the beginning evidence. Hmm. I'm very intrigued. So basically your site's becoming a catalog, obviously, of the testimonial process. Um, Now, now, do you have... Again, uh, so obviously, to get a, a strong testimonial, that's this is just people's feedback. But then, right. th- is everybody then have to agree to, or or do you actually re- reach out to them and say, "Hey, would you actually help reinforce this by going back and getting an actual test done to prove that whether it may be cancer is cured or whatever?" Um, and again, are we allowed to use the word "cured" right now? I, I know there's all kinds of rules on that stuff, so right. Uh, right. I don't want to upset your branding. So no, it's, uh, it's okay. You can use that word because I don't work with people. Right. I, I, all of my comments refer to force fields on photographs, which okay. has never been defined. Anyway, long story short, we ask people, I can't mandate this, we ask people to provide like a PCR test. And there's sure. many PCR tests that we're receiving for herpes, HIV, Epstein-Barr, in which people at one time in their life were infected. After the scalar energy sessions, there's no viral load. That tells the story, but that has to be repeated hundreds of thousands of times. I say, it takes a serious commitment. I mean, do you guys yeah. have like an inner circle of either volunteers we're, we're di- or, or or patients that have chosen to stay with this to help establish a longer yeah. timeline? Yes, yes, and and that that if you will, groundswell of support increases on a monthly basis. Nice, but nonetheless, you know, I, I can't emphasize enough: there is no scientific protocol to prove this. So at the end of the day, this new science will only be proven as to how people feel. Well, I, I make the joke, and actually other influencers in, whether it be the ketogenic health space, right, the carnivore space, doesn't matter. I, they're guys like, listen, if, you, if nothing else is working, give yourself your own N1 experiment, right? And if everything's working, then who cares what anybody else thinks, right? If you're healthy, you're fit, you're not overweight anymore, you don't have heart disease, diabetes, which is like pretty much half of this freaking country nowadays. It's like, okay, take accountability for your health, make your own in one experiment and prove it to yourself. I mean, now granted, I don't recommend people doing this with drugs and other things, right? We're talking about a healthy step forward in your life cycle, not a negative one. (laughs) So, um, so so what is your, what is your call to action for people? Like how, how are you moving this messaging forward besides hopping on my podcast and many other to talk about yeah. things that people have it's, never heard about before? Yeah, it's grassroots. That's mm-hmm. it. Now, let, let, let me be clear. I'm not aligned with government, big business, academia, big media, because frankly, they don't like what I'm doing. I upset the apple cart. 
Sure. Scalar energy is a threat to the military industrial complex. This technology will make obsolete much of the technology in use today. So it's all people power. It's, it's a grassroots movement. I thank you for allowing me to speak yeah. uh, on your channel. And uh, how do I prove this? Well, I tell people to visit our website. We offer 15 days of free sessions. Prove it to yourself. And if it does work, then share it with family and friends. Well, and I love that you actually right here, you made sure it's very clear. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm sharing the homepage, but era of quantum healing, right? So again, we've already talked about, again, we're taking at the quantum level of comprehension here. This is a deep hole to go down, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and that is technically falls under the science field. But to your point, right, this is so new, so grassroots. I never actually had anybody ever before talk about quantum energy in relation to health. Like you're the first one yeah. to even go to that level with me. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, my brain's breaking, this is <laughs> which is good. That's why I remind people, like, you're supposed to put yourself into awkward discussions and awkward situations in life, adventures, et cetera. I'm an adrenaline junkie. But, like, in this case, think about it from also a, a knowledge standpoint. Can't knock it till you try it. Yeah, thank you. Like, think about yeah, it. Like, I'm well, trying. I'm not asking you to go to a doctor, air quotes, go get something injected into your body. To be fair, we're talking about a photograph. Yes. With a quantum signature. Exactly. Like, you're literally not physically touching anybody. Correct. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. So no harm can come. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, it's oh, not a chemical on. process. Well, we can't jump over that. Is there a chance of harm? And no, it, from not the scalar light field, right? Because again, back to the electromagnetic field, there's the harmful uh, bands of light and energy spectrums, right? So I didn't even, I told, I almost skipped over that. Can yeah, scalar there, there light be used in a negative way? Not that I've experienced with my instruments, no. Now, okay. Tessa theorized that this energy was so powerful that someday somebody could use it for weaponry as a, as a pulsation of energy. Well, everything well, throughout history of modern manufacturing and, and industrial era, we always find a way to make something a weapon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, we're, we're not going to go down that pathway tonight because I, I have nothing to do with the military. No, no. Well, I can tell that. So, I mean, actually, that yeah, let's, let's revert back to the core of your messaging. Scalar light, it's everywhere. You chose, yes. uh, so healing and health, is that your primary at, core mission here? At the time, at the time being, yes. Okay. So you use if God gives me, Go ahead. If God gives me the wisdom, then we'll move on to anti-gravity. Okay. You can negate gravity with scalar energy. And once you do that, then you have the perfect transportation. And did you Hieronymus get into that or no? He didn't get that Yes, far. he did. He was, he right. was a levitating object. You yes. said that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, and that was something that Tesla hadn't gotten to yet. But then, he may his, have. Oh, well, we don't, have, don't we don't have evidence of it, right? Yeah. They seized yeah. all of his stuff. So, uh, exactly. and then Hieronymus did. And then, yes. did his his evidence disappear too, or no? Is his stuff at least captured? No, I, I luckily I, I I met his wife, um, and I never met him, but I was able to purchase many of his instruments, and okay. I was able to view many of his notes, and that really gave me a head start in this. And then, are are you? And how long ago was that? Oh, back in 93, I okay. met Sarah so, uh, Have you been able to improve upon his instruments? Obviously, yeah. this many years later. Yes. I mean, technology, yes. engineering, et cetera. Um, yes. And then is are those instruments replicatable or at a scalable level, or is it meant to keep them more focused in your world? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't want to manufacture these um, for two reasons. I don't 
first and foremost, I can't trust this um, in the hands of anybody. Okay. They could re-engineer this to harm. Well, or, back to your or, point, right? Could be turned into if you have limitless energy, weapon. limitless energy. That's that's yeah. a big weapon. You're, you're right. You become king of the universe. Let's yeah. just be blunt about this. If you have a miniature star, there's there's like nothing you cannot do. So I, 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 for the sake of safety, I won't release the plans, and I just want to stay as a researcher. I don't want to get into manufacturing. Okay. Wow. There's, if I had a, I mean, that that's a long form podcast. If you're willing to go even deeper, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I've gone maybe over an hour here and there, but I mean, that's that's a long conversation. I could tell you could probably talk about this stuff so much deeper than you have. So, do you have a core yes. team at all, too? By the way, right? People we helping do. reinforce what you're doing. Yes, we, we have uh, agents around the world on on, all, on three continents helping us uh, promote this work and, and uh, at least presenting it to a wide audience. It takes time. Yes. People have never heard of this. This has never been done before, well, perhaps with the exception of Hieronymus and Tessa. But sure. much of their work is obscured or has been uh, undermined. So we have to start over is what I'm getting. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hearing. I mean, unfortunately, you've yeah. got to have to reestablish a foundation that also hopefully does not get covered up or wiped out and that can hopefully be sustained so your core team and future uh, followers can help reinforce the research and hopefully get it more scientifically documented. Um, Would you say that? I mean, just for fun, because we're talking about so many different generations over the years now, 90s and before that. So do you think we have a chance of keeping this more on the forefront today? Do you think... I do. It's more open because, now? Because of podcasts like yours. Remember, Tesla did not have the internet. And sure. Tesla was was systematically uh, undermined mm-hmm. because obviously the Rockefellers controlled the media back then as they do today. But at least we have this undercurrent of, of movement of, of podcasts, of, of people like you who are not beholden to the Rockefellers. I tell people so we all have the time. A I've had to get, I've, as we're not recording, I have almost 400 shows online. We're not slowing down. And I said, you know, here's my thing. I can't knock anything until I try it. Now, again, does that mean I'm going to go do cocaine? No, I, I, I'm anti-drug. My point is, is that if this is possibly our future, let's at least talk about it, right? Yeah. Because I don't know, I don't understand it. So I need to hear from somebody like you. Now, granted, people may hear this show and say, what the heck? Where is Tom coming from? I'm like, yeah. cool. But people talk that people have done that to me when I tell them I'm pretty much a, a big time carnivore. I'm like, that's just my choice. People say that about vegans and vegetarians and everything else. I'm like, listen, I tell people, you do you. If quantum mm-hmm. energy, quantum healing, and the quantum domain, as you're hearing this, tweaks your brain and gets you excited, then great, go down the rabbit hole. Go figure it out. If this is not exciting to you and you're not ready for it, then go listen to another podcast. It's okay. We're just putting some new messaging out there and seeing if there's a percentage of the populace that aligns with what you guys are trying to uncover and grow and figure out. So. Yeah. Thank you. Does that work for you? you. Yeah. Why not? That's, that's the logical way of going about it. That's how I look at it. Like I said, I'm my own N1 experiment. I'll figure stuff out on my own if I have to, that's how I do things. So I can't trust the powers to be on everything in life. So, uh, well, listen, this has been great. I did not, you literally triggered so many things in my brain. It was awesome. Uh, 
And that's how I like to do. That's why I keep this an open format show. That's why you're a guest co-host and you're not being interviewed uh, because I want us to have a real conversation and be intelligent about it. Like, yeah. I, I want the old school debate clubs to come back from back in the day when you actually have intelligent conversations and okay to differ on opinions, uh, things yeah. like that, right? It's like, let's have intelligent, calm, educated yeah, conversations. Prompt, critical thinking. Very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, to your point, this platform that you're trying to build out it needs education. That takes yeah. time. It takes time. Yes, it does. Open platforms, open formats. So, yeah. well, listen, hang tight. I want to give you a proper goodbye out the air. Ladies and gentlemen, scalarlight.com. Check it out. All right. You never heard of quantum healing? Dig deeper. You got Tom Palladino here. He's, he's, he's got a big movement. He's got a lot of work ahead of him. I mean, it sounds like he's already done yes. a lot of work too. But uh, if you're interested in digging deeper and figuring this out and see if it's real, hey, great. And let me know, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, if you dig deeper into this and you end up becoming a testimonial, cool. Let me know. I'll bring you back on the show. All right. I'll, I would love to do a follow-up on this and see what else is going on out there. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, scalarlight.com, Tom Palladino. Uh, what is the best place to follow you besides the website? Where are you pushing most of your content? On the website, because things okay. are so esoteric. Now, at the bottom of the website, you'll see our social media posts. But yes. start with the website because we have articles. You have to start somewhere. So it's that educational footing that I want to present. Okay. And good job because as a sales and marketing consultant, I remind people, social media is great, but they have their own algorithms. And one day you're kicking it and the other yes. day you can be knocked down. The one thing you have control over is your website and yes. your email list. That is your yes. core. That's your headquarters. Everything yes, else reinforces good. that. So. Yeah. So you're doing anything right. Good job, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're absolutely right. And by the way, social media does not like me. Imagine that. Gee, yeah, I wonder why. Against me. Because you're going okay. against the common code. The status quo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, the powers that be do not want free energy. Free energy will benefit mankind. It will not benefit the cabal. Yep. I agree. Look. Hang tight, probably goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to another new and very unique Live the Fuel podcast show. Again, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. Tom Palladino, scalarlight.com. Remember, you're always welcome to live the fuel, ladies and gentlemen, because that's my lifestyle, and I hope you actually get inspired to do the same. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Recording.